Christmas and Easter are the two principal feasts of the Christian faith. They celebrate two unique aspects of our life as Christian people. In Christmas, we celebrate that the infinite God entered into a finite place, entered into finiteness to reveal to us, to demonstrate to us, that God loves humanity. In Easter, we celebrate the resurrection of Christ after his death. And in that principal feast, we remember that God redeems everything. There is nothing beyond God's redemptive power. Even death, which is thought to be final and absolute, God can bring something new from that. So Christmas and Easter are our two principal feasts. One of my kids one time asked me which was more important, Christmas or Easter. And I have to say, you cannot elevate one over the other because their significance relies on the other. Christmas is important because it shows us that God loves humanity so much that God crossed the divide of time and space to reveal to us God's infinite love. God became incarnate, showing us the value of humanity. And if God was not incarnate, then the death of Christ would not be significant because couldn't God just transcend death and not be subjected to it? So without God's humanity, we don't have the redemption and the salvation that we know in Christ. These are big concepts that really go beyond our finite minds. We have trouble considering what it might look like for this infinite God of love to make known to us infinite love and life. We might not be able to comprehend it, and so sometimes we might question ourselves as to whether or not it's something we can truly trust. But the infinite God is beyond our comprehension. And it makes sense to us that we cannot fully understand the goodness of God. But in Christ, we know the goodness of God. We see examples and demonstrations of God's infinite love. When God came into the world as a baby, it was of the size in which we could hold him. God, who is too big for any of us to grasp, came in a size that could be held. In God's life in Christ, we see the healing and saving love made known to us in Jesus. And so we begin to imagine the magnitude of God's healing and saving love. On this Christmas day, we practice something here around this little manger. This isn't how the real one looked, by the way, but it gives you a symbol and a demonstration of what, um, what could have held the infinite love of God. We do a practice here in this homily similar to what we do on Good Friday. When in between these boxes around the base is a cross. On Good Friday we come forward and we light a candle and we put them in the little sand boxes that surround the cross as a demonstration of laying all of our burdens down taking all of those things that we value and putting them before Christ in subjection to Christ. And so I invite you, as the music plays in a moment, to participate in this demonstration again. 
There'll be candles here at the stair, and there'll be two acolytes on either side holding lit candles, and you will come through, those of you that wish to participate, and light your candle and place it in the sandbox around this cradle. As a demonstration, again, that we bring all that we are and lay it at the authority of God. God has been made known to us. It's beyond anything that we can comprehend. But we need something beyond ourselves in which we can place our very own lives. And I can think of no better place to put it than in the God of love. Amen.